0: What's up, everybody? It's your boy, A.L. Newton, and you're tuned in to another episode of A Newt Perspective. So glad that you started your week off or found time in your week to listen to the old perspective. And uh, it's good to have you with me to start off the year 2022. Before we get too far into the year 22, I want you to pull out your cellular device. um, If you're sitting, take it out your pocket if you've got your headphones in. When you're driving, if you're driving, pull over when you stop go to YouTube type in king of the South grudge racing subscribe to that channel um big shout out to de leon Kelly uh in a in a short amount of time it's building a massive YouTube page filled with um racing and things of that nature and so he often shots the part the perspective out um and lets people know that that's what he's listening to so I want to return that favor um he's got over four thousand subscribers two hundred and ten videos. Um, lots of content that gets massive views So if, if racing is your thing He does a really good job of editing that A lot of times I'm watching it And I don't really know what I'm watching Until I watch the winner Because uh, that that's the most important part of the race I think that's an excellent segue To bring us into the first perspective of the year 2022 So this year in April It will make 19 years of ministry um, In spite of... All that, uh, all that I've done in my life, recklessly and and disrecklessly, if that's even a word, but it will be nineteen years <laughs> of, uh, of proclaiming. I am by no means perfect, nor am uh, I am I a shining example of what to be. But uh, God used donkeys to deliver message in the Bible, so that tells me that there's a lot of jackasses in the pulpit. And at moments, I am one of them. But I can remember overhearing um, my mom's conversation either the night or two nights before my first sermon. And she was on the phone with one of her best friends, which she's a loud talker just like uh, I am. And she was expressing some concerns about me preaching at such a young age, started preaching at 13. And she was nervous because listening to her conversation almost verbatim she knew that I was called and knew that I had a gift but also knew or knew her child's personality to, to be afraid that I would fall in love with adulation and that I, to all of my chagrin of being tough and all of my nonchalantness of not caring ultimately care what people think and um, I ultimately am loyal to a fault and she was concerned because she was concerned because, um, preachers are normally on such a large platform and it's nothing for, um, people to tear the preacher or the leader apart for everything that they do. And there are times when, uh, we take the leader, we take the person that's up front and rip them apart and i think she was always nervous um about the way i would be able to handle that pressure one thing my mom has always been with me is extremely honest about my limits my gifts my graces and my abilities over the years we have had some um tough conversations when it came to um what i thought i could do and what i thought i could handle and it was never uh uh, in a way of hey don't do that just just have you fully thought that through um and so i listened to that and at 13 you know that that kind of sounds discouraging and now mere days away from 32 i'm starting to get more and more what she meant um that i to a fault and this 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 won't be for everyone hell none of them are always for everyone um but i to a fault Am loyal and try to commit and try to impress and still try to be authentic to who I am at the same time. Um, that is why sometimes my opinions, <laughs> people are like you can't say that and feel that way. And I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll go to my grave saying that I can recognize that LeBron James is uh, one of the greatest talents of all time, arguably the best player they ever play in the NBA, and say my preference is. Uh, Kobe Bryant and in my opinion Michael Jordan is the best ever to play and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar usurps all of them I I feel comfortable enough to say that to some people that sounds contradictory Um, to some people knowing right from wrong or or knowing that something is great or not great to a certain extent and still having the audacity to say yeah I, I see that but I don't like it just because something is considered, quote unquote, the best. Um, yeah, I'm not going to deter from it. It has kept me in some friendships that probably should have ended a long time ago or um, that I should have backed up off of. It, it it's kept me on jobs that had. Had taken their time and, and run its course and not taking great opportunities because I have this wild sense of loyalty of trying to keep people's secrets or trying to keep uh, people happy while at the same time being authentic to who I am it leads to moments of sheer hey I'm surrounded by the people I love all while feeling lonely um, it, it leads to moments of hey I see my friends achieving and making six figures and here I am barely scratching X amount of dollars because y'all don't need to know how much I make in a year it, it makes me compete with myself not well I guess, I guess I can't say not It makes me compete with myself to make myself better To make it feel like I belong In certain spaces and certain rooms And I am guilty and Some of you all are guilty Of not walking in the room as if God is the person That sent you And when you walk into rooms I'm Unsure Because people say oh you're kiki You're conceited, you're cocky You post, post a lot of selfies I get that all the time that I post a lot of selfies I think all in 2020 all twenty twenty what did we just come out 21 i post like maybe four or five selfies like it used to be a thing oh you got to do this or oh, you got to do that The hell with i was posting for self-esteem reasons but but there's always a conflict there's always a oh you can't do this because you do this and if you do this it's because you do that and it's because you're up front never wants acts to be up front um got thrust up front can handle up front I, people say you run for president one day i never wanted to be the president i always wanted to be the chief of staff hate being up front because you get martyred and, and ran through um, It's like <laughs> It's like tonight I got a text It's like oh you who you subtweet And I'm like I'm literally tweeting song lyrics But I can't do that because if I tweet song lyrics Then hey this is a problem And that's a problem And perception is reality And perspective is to each his own But I am becoming man enough Becoming man enough to admit When I can't handle a load anymore um when i can't take criticism anymore when i'm not as tough as i used to be when uh, my loyalty isn't as strong as i i am getting to the point in my life where i'm like huh oh, you know this whole sec- seclusion thing isn't that bad and and it's kind of it's kind of scary tap moments have that level of self-awareness i don't know if anybody else has ever been there but this is my podcast and this is what i want to talk about (laughs) where you have a moment where you're like this is the aha moment this is the aha moment about you spiritually this is the aha moment about you financially um emotionally physically um speaking of physically i have started back doing my miles woo but you get to a point where you're like you you are trying to compete in places that you don't compare in places that you don't belong not because you can't do it but because you genuinely don't want to do it but you feel compelled to do it it's like playing football i I played football because my friends were playing football people like oh you're not really athlete you weren't this or you weren't that it's kind of funny because i'm more athletic than the average bear i just never cared to apply myself because that's not what i was passionate about uh, looking back I'd have much rather been reading a book and, and probably screwing somebody else's girlfriend if I could go back to high school. That's just the truth. Though that that's what I had fun doing. Um God, I, I really do say whatever I want to on this podcast. Um but I played because I could because there were other people that it gave me something to do. It I, I was competing in a pace where I really didn't want to compare. Um, and there, there have been numerous moments. I remember when my mom. You know the story. My mom, I, I dropped out of high school for literally about 15 minutes. I was a high school dropout, and it wasn't because I was just skipping school. Um, I'm probably the one of the few people in the world who's been tested for gifted, gifted, and is probably dyslexic at the same damn time. I am a complex, convoluted individual. I know this about my personality. but i've also reached the point where i I, one of the things i asked from god was to take it away not not the gift not the thorn because the thorn isn't removed it's a reminder um that you 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 go through toils and turmoils and have struggles and the reason sometimes god does not take that away for certain people is to remind them that if i take this away you'll get so arrogant You'll get so into yourself that you'll forget that it's me, God, that that's providing it for you. So, I've all, I go to God and say, "Okay, look, I can take more of my plate. Just give me a bigger plate." My prayer for twenty twenty two has been for God to give me a smaller plate, to to give me less, to to not make me feel compelled to go. Not not because I don't care, because I do care. Um, but that I don't have to be at every city council meeting just because people talk about what the preachers don't do, right? Uh, I want to watch the text thread and watch people badmouth me, uh, and I thought to myself, "Damn, I paid your child's rent this month." Or damn, I I met your child at the gas station and filled up their tank. Or damn, when 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 your mother was sick. I was the only per- or damn when this it it was kind of wild. It's been kind of wild to try to keep up, and I don't have that desire anymore. Uh, even with with making this podcast, it was trying to keep up, trying not to take over somebody else's, trying to do uh, something different, trying not to clog up Facebook and Twitter feeds with uh, unproofread posts uh, or sharing of opinions that people didn't ask for but in the same token people would say hey you you really should say something you really should have a voice for this and and that was what this platform was supposed to be and i told god i don't want it anymore i don't i don't want the platform anymore i don't want to die on a platform or be on the inside dead because Somebody somewhere thought that that's what was appropriate. I don't. And so we're going to take the perspective to two years. That that is the goal um, that I think the the perspective started the the second Sunday, the second Monday in May 2020. So uh, the perspective is coming to a close. This will be the last uh, five months, last few episodes and what I've committed to doing is going out and finding some of the best people to interview and to have last conversations with so that this thing can have achieved part of what it was set out to do um in the next few weeks we're going to have a financial advisor on. we're going to have a a, um a spiritual advisor on we're going to have a mental health expert on we're going to have a physical health expert on I'm going to get um, some some gun um, advocates in the room. I'm going to get a pilot on here. I'm going to going to finish this thing out big. I'm ultimately going to finish um, with my brother, um, Vanessa Frank, the great that he is. Um, because I, I should have probably given him one first, because uh, he's probably the most dynamic person I know. But in 2022. It, and it, it doesn't take a new year for you to let go of things, or let go of habits, or let go of continued circumstances that it seems as if you end up in. I, it's I I equate it and give the analogy of when I, I used to go to Golden Corral. Golden Corral is uh, my favorite restaurant in the world. I, I know somebody's going. I I love going corral just always have Um, My wife won't eat there with me So sometimes I drive down to Ocala By myself and sit there with my headphones on And watch a movie On my iPad And eat going corral And it's some of the happiest I am in my life And it shouldn't be something That I have to be ashamed about Because of where it's at Um, But I used to go going corral And eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and then go home and go to sleep and and be happy. And now, genuinely, I could do maybe about a plate, a small plate. Doesn't doesn't mean I don't still enjoy it. Just means that I recognize that it's gluttonous to do. Don't know how I'm fat because I really don't eat that much. And uh, so that 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 is part of my my 2022 narrative is to cut back the things that. Um, Put me in a position to give what i don't have and i don't just mean that financially and i don't know what your goals are i don't know what your objectives are preached a pretty good sermon again this morning and um one of the things i I said is some of us have the same vision board in twenty thousand, in 2022 that we had in 1992 hell in 2002 or 2012 and and one of the reasons some of us don't progress And I'm talking to myself Because I listen to this podcast I'm normally not the first person to listen But I am normally within the first hundred people To listen to the podcast um, Shout out to you all who who have listened Even without me um, Promoting the link But It's all about To me downsizing I talked about uh, I opened and I guess maybe this is how I'll close I opened by by talking about um you know my mom's opinion or, or overhearing her before my first sermon and my first sermon was actually entitled I heard it from the true vine and the scripture text that I used was the uh the I am the vine and my father is um the vine keeper and and part of that is that God prunes back in order for us to grow and and that's been my, my prayer for 2022 God cut out the extra, cut out the access, cut out the what I think I need, cut out um, cut out what I think I can't live without, right um, take away my excuses not to do the things that I should have done already and I feel good about it I feel really energized at the thought of trying new things i've got this um this cookbook i bought another cookbook of just amazing recipes that i'm just gonna stand and just cook and make small small treasures i've got um i want for my backyard a tractor tire and a sledgehammer just because i've always wanted to know what that felt like and here i am with no excuse not to do it except that i haven't done it and uh and so yeah that that's that's my new year's resolution that's my goal that is my, my vision board It not it isn't to add it's to take away it's it's um i've come to terms with i don't know if nicole listened to this podcast because she said something last week about something i said but i don't think she listened to it but then she said she was gonna listen to it but i've come to terms with um the fact that if we add to our family it'll be through adoption and that's not something uh, that I that I'm looking at or looking for or something that I want, so I've I've had to put myself um, in the position of God reduce, take away the extra. That this is that if this is what I have, take me down to the leanest that I can be. And uh, let me let me see what my life looks like like that. That means staying home more often that means not engaging with with people that i've engaged with my whole life if that means um finding a new habit or a new hobby uh, i want to go back to enjoying the small things without the ridicule that that's what i want god reduce my plate reduce the ridicule reduce the over analytic the over analyzing everything to, to make sure that it's still authentic to me but representing of what I think I stand for. Right? Don't don't be so consumed in what you do that you forget uh who you do. And and, and when I say the who you do, I mean the who you are. So that's what I got. Let's let's for the next few months ride this wave together um if you've got somebody that you think would be a great guest before we end this thing let me know um and and unless God says otherwise let's let's go ahead and ride a new perspective out uh these last last few months um I'm not gonna lie I don't love everybody I don't love everybody that I think listens I don't (laughs) I don't love everybody who sees a title Or sends a screenshot and talks trash I don't I, I don't even feel obligated to spiritually I don't even know where that notion came from That says love everybody Bible says love your neighbor as yourself And uh, <laughs> I, I, I love who loves me And um, There's nothing they can do about it Till next week Hey.